Have I mentioned this is my last show? It is now, <laughs> bitch. No. We're live. <laughs> Whatever. We're live. Oh, no. I just I pushed the button right before you said that. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the uh, failing and falling apart Space Game Chunky podcast. Uh, I don't know what we'll be called next week, but this week we're the Space Game Chunky podcast. Uh, as always, your co-host, Brian, joining us for his last show. Yeah, it's going to be like a giant bomb, like everybody but Brian quits. And <laughs> just like, oh, it's been a good run. Uh, oh, no. Here goes, Jim. That's, that's I, kinda, I, that's I, I like, too, am not going to be here next oh, no. Friday. <laughs> and the only thing that could top that is. Please give me notice. <laughs> Oh my god! I couldn't even believe that went on. I mean, it, it's it's like what? I Wait, what the are you whole about? giant bomb thing. Like what where I don't uh, listen basically to I don't everybody listen to left except for uh, the guy that runs it. Oh, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Jeff Gersman from GameSpot. Yeah, GameSpot. Oh, that I, guy. I, I I keep wanting to say GameStop, and it's like no, no, that's the failing retail, not the failing website. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, no. It was, uh, so the deal was they all worked at uh, at GameSpot, and then <laughs> there was some issues, right? Like if you remember, it was the Kane and Lynch review, and he gave it a negative review. So because they had actually like bought the wrapper thing for the site, like the whole website was Kane and Lynch themed, and then he gave the game a negative review. So then GameSpot came in, was like everybody's fired. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like when when he left and then all of his friends went with him and they started giant bomb as like their own thing and uh and they actually did it in the quarter to three forum if you if you like spin back those posts like ooh 10 years or so <laughs> to when jeff was hanging out with us in there i must have that's that. <laughs> yeah it but it that that was kind of like you know it was like, like hey guys we got this idea you know and then it kind of like they disappeared and then showed up as giant bomb um, forums are like reddit you have to know which areas to avoid in order to right. have the yeah most fun. yeah <laughs> well, that's why that's yeah. why i've curated my reddit to where i can like get away from oh god yeah Literally, I, my reddit my reddit feed is all but like games and like tech and it's just yeah. like oh this is nice Do you, i use this a multi nice. i use multi reddit in this app and it's just all these specific subreddits in one feed and that's it <laughs> uh welcome back hunter after being away for hey. a while, uh, yeah, was how have yeah. you been since the last five years? It's been a while. Now huh? joining us in Ohio, you uh, you moved in 2019, and uh, <laughs> joining us again, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something, something like that. Well, the okay, move so, ever. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. There's there's a there's a there's a short and long story to all that, but like. It's it's been a weird ride because when my wife and I first moved down to North Carolina to be closer to my side of the family for a while, uh, the apartment that we were at living in at the time was like raising its rent as as they do, right? Yeah. And um, so we were like, well, we need to go find another place, and so we wanted to go like live outside of the main city loop. So we you know got a hold of a couple of our friends that we were pretty close with, and we're like, hey. Let's go find like a big old house out in the suburbs and just like screw the city. And uh, so we did that. And then when we were there, one of our roommates ended up getting engaged. And then the other roommate wanted to go live with her boyfriend. So uh, it was like, well, time to move again. So after two years of that, 
you know, we moved into our apartment and then like a year and a half later, we decided to move closer to my wife's family up here in Ohio, which is our old stomping grounds. It's kind of where we met and got married. And so it's just kind of like the places, you know, so, you know, it's, there's a, there's a large community here of people that we already know. So it made things That's really good. easy. And, but you know, we needed to find a place where we could have with our dog and we weren't looking to buy right now, you know? And so, um, you know, we had to find a place, but since it's smaller, lifestyle because you're out in the country you're not living in a city at least we're not living in a city um places to find where we could actually have a pet and rent were kind of hard but thankfully though we knew some people uh who had a place and so um but they still had like a month of getting it ready after we are we're already here so we stayed in some temporary housing and had some poor internet <laughs> and here we are I'm I am now in my house on my rig. I'm actually playing games on my computer. Six Yay. monitors with actual internet. With actual internet. We'll have to put uh, now that you're back in business. We'll have to put Star Trek Bridge Crew, kind of leading to our topic, back on the uh, back on the. Menu. Yes, um, you sir need to still figure out how to stream that stuff. I look look at the stream. I've 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 I have mostly figured it out. Finally. Uh, Mostly, finally, mostly. Uh, sort of. It took till the, it took to the last show, and he finally figured it out. It, it's <laughs> it's tricky. It's it's honestly tricky. Uh, also joining us is your co-host Spaz. Um, and folks, if you're wondering, the game that I'm streaming is called In Death Unchained. It is an Oculus uh, game. Uh, that's oh, amazing. So this is pre-recorded. So this yeah, this isn't is live. pre-recorded. No, I'm not loaded. I'm not. I could do this live, <sighs> but that'd be that'd be tough. Uh, uh, but I did figure out. Well, I did figure out how to stream Steam games. Um, you have to get a OpenVR plugin for OBS, and, and use that. And uh, once you have that set up, it's it's not that hard. But it took me really because I thought I thought all those games had like a window that was a repeater. Some of them do and some of them don't. It's, it's not, oh. it's not consistent. Some of them like they're full screened on the, on the, on the monitor and in your headset. Some of them are in a window and then in your headset. Some of them are just in your headset. So that's, um, it's not consistent. That, that was one of the biggest problems I had is that it wasn't consistent. Um, so that OVR plugin for, uh, for OBS really does the trick. But here I'm using the uh, Oculus Quest 2's stream uh, capabilities to stream to a Chrome browser, and then I used OBS to capture that. Uh, so yeah. I'm, I'm figuring it out. <laughs> I, I yeah, that's the, that's, it's interesting how um, the Oculus uh, Quest has built in with, with Google, you can actually stream to like a Chromecast or a Chrome browser. So if you have a Chromecast hooked up to your TV, you can stream your gameplay there. So that, like if you're like, you know, partying with other people and they're like, hey, try this VR thing, you can see what they're they're watching on your TV, which is kind of nice. Yeah, it is really cool. Like uh, I've watched my wife's workouts and she's watched mine through that because <laughs> it's kind of fun to watch. Uh, but folks, tonight we're going to talk about VR. Uh, and uh, I wanted to wait till Hunter came back uh, to talk about VR because it's his fault. That I got into VR. It's your fault. Entirely You're your all fault. Welcome. Uh, you convinced me to get an Oculus Quest 2 a couple of months ago. And before that, I was like, fuck VR. Excuse my language. 
uh, frack VR. Cause it's like, it's just a fad. It's just a toy. No one really needs it. And no one really needs it. <laughs> yeah, that's not, I'm, I still feel that way. Um, but now well, that let's, I've actually, let's take, go ahead. No, go, keep going. Keep no, going. I was going to say, keep now going. that I've played it, I, I see the appeal, you know? All right. Well, then after you just said that, let's take this into consideration. So, sure. um, on a, on another, this actually came up on another show that Jim and I are in where there, there's a statistic that was put out that for steam, mm-hmm. that 60% of VR users on steam are using an Oculus quest. Uh, quest 60%. Yeah. Or I, I think, I think it's just like an Oculus something. Because I, I remember reading that the Quest like has sold the Quest Two has sold more than yeah. all of their previous it's headsets ma- combined. It's making it's making a lot of big waves because you know of course they've got the Facebook money feeding it right right. Um, but they they're that's why they're able to put out a device at such a low cost. Now of course it's not like the highest end like no. you know VR out there. It's no. not the, it's not the, the Steam um, whatever the Steam thing is called. I forget. Uh, that thing's um, pretty powerful, or isn't one of the uh, right? But the, the thing, the thing with the more, the thing with the quote unquote more powerful devices out there is that they are all like room, like sensor. You're like physically hardwired in. Yeah, you have. Um, yeah, don't they have to set up sensors in the room to use? Yeah, you got to put yeah. those lighthouse things up on the wall, and then you have yeah, to like the old Oculus even. You had to have a, a camera that you'd put like on a tripod. Yeah, I've got I've got really? a Gen One Oculus as well, and there's two little like it's not a camera. It looks like a camera. It's like these little mm-hmm. cylindrical things on top of a, a pole, um, so it looks like a camera. And they're they're essentially sensors as well. And I had to have two. Of the, you have to have at least if if you're just using the headset, you need one. But if you're using the hand controls, you need two of the sensors to track where Wait, your hands what? are. Wait, what? Oh, come on. <laughs> so, so, the, so, well, this is Gen 1, right? Oh, so the interesting right. thing is they've moved on from that to the Rift S, which is what Jim has. And then they did the Quest, and now they've done the Quest 2. Now, the interesting thing with the Quest 2 and, of course, the, the S is they have, uh, like, infrared sensors on the outside of them that are, like, IR cameras. And um, they've they've gone to the point where you could actually use your hands as the controls, right? So like you can do hand motions to do, so it'll actually track your hands. So you don't even need the controller at that point. I have found that feature personally not to be. It's not. As it's not super accurate. reliable. Yeah, it's not I, right. It's, yeah. So I still I still like to use the hand controls because that's where I get the most fun out of it, but. The uh, the entry level on the cost, though, right? That three hundred dollar roughly price point of it's uh, amazing getting getting on the Quest Two really makes it, and that it's compatible with all of the PC stuff, which means that anything that you can find like that's on itch that's free, or anything that you can find on Steam that's free, or any like random weird website that you know you can find that has. Because like the Blade Runner uh, thing, right? Where it's like Decker's apartment, um, you can like walk through that. Someone built that. That's not on any known platform that I'm aware of. I think that's like a third-party site that you have to go to. But if you fire that up, it'll notice your quest, and you can just like you know use your Oculus to walk around this VR environment. Um, so that's that's the the amazing thing. So you're not just locked into, um, 
the Quest 2's internal ecosystem, which it has, you know, right. it can be in because so, it's portable, right? You can take it anywhere. Um, Just not outside. Don't take it outside, people. If you get one, sunlight <laughs> will kill this thing. Do not take it outside if you get one. Just don't. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, they are they are really clever devices, and I'm actually now that we're now that I'm settled into my new place finally, I've got a little bit more room to spread out, and they've been making tons of improvements with the uh, streaming feature. So you no longer have to be tethered to your PC to play the PC stuff. You can stream it right to the headset. And I've done a little bit of it with uh, Half Life Alex, right. and my goodness, it's really good. Okay, I have questions about. Okay, so the the Rift S that I have uh-huh. is like fourteen forty p or whatever. So the uh, the the um, Quest Two is the same resolution, I believe, right? It's just Rift under. S. It's it's it's. Uh, mm, I'm not sure. I think it's. I think it's higher than that. Actually, I think it's like nineteen something. Um, I think. Yeah, I think it's almost it's almost 4K. It's just under 4K. I'm not mistaken. Like that, it's like you that, get no you get almost no screen door effect with the Quest Two. Okay, so there's there's barely any with the with the Rift S as well. But the beef that I have with the Rift S and why it's been in the closet for years because I got my triple monitor set up, and that takes up all three of my HD ports or the the by DV whatever the hell those ports are called. Um, Display port. port. Yeah, display port. So, yeah, so it's like all three of my display ports are taken up by that. So, kind of sucks. And So, real quick, the resolution is, there is a, it's a 90 hertz, 1440 by 1600 per eye for, uh, no, excuse me. 1832 by 1920 per eye. Right, eighteen thirty-two by nineteen twenty per eye. Wow, that's so, damn near double what the Rift S is, I think. So, so okay, it's it's so the, it's shockingly powerful. Like I am really impressed at how yeah. good everything looks in the damn thing. Yeah, that's a heck of a thing. So my question then is the the detriment of the Rift S, right? The reason that I haven't been using it is because of the tether, because I have to be continuously. I have a display port and a USB that has to be in the PC. Mm. It's about six feet long, but the PC is about six feet away from me. <laughs> so yeah. it's just kind of like, don't scoot back from the desk too far, you know, kind of deal. Um, kind of sucks. So I would consider a Quest 2 just for the uh, for the ability to just use it anywhere, right? Like I could, I could just be in any room and use that thing. Um, but... I saw where they were selling a digital display cable that you were supposed to use with the PC, well, which then reintroduces the tether problem. Well, but I've can. heard from people you can do the you can do Wi-Fi over yes. like a five gen, yes. you know, Wi-Fi. So, when so I, when I does bought, it lag at all? No, or is it just well, indistinguishable? It, no. it can. I it I me personally, I have not noticed a lag. So like if you have the like the 5G at home, right? Like the 5 gigahertz band at home. Yeah. Uh you connect to that and you're you're not in my opinion you're not going to see anything. Like I see it I, very little, yeah, myself and I'm on 5G. It it really depends on your your where you are and how close you are to your router, the strength of your wireless signal, whether you're using 5G or 2G, that sort of thing. 
Uh, but I get well. There's me- well. There's there's two. So there's two methods, right? So there was before before Oculus implemented their their. They actually now uh, officially support the wireless streaming, whereas they didn't before. Yeah, Airlink. Um, you yeah. actually right. Yeah. So the Airlink now exists. But when I first got mine, you actually had to put your Oculus in dev mode, install the remote desktop application, and sideload, blah 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 blah. So like it got it got pretty nuts. But like I when I was using the sideloaded stuff, it was fine. So now, if you use the official thing, because it like it's, you've got Oculus installed on your PC, yeah, you turn the headset on. And then in the headset, you have to select like link to the PC yes. and then it just boom happens, right? Well, there are two methods to do it. Uh, the first one is this thing called virtual desktop, which is a $20 app. That's what, which is what I was talking about. Yeah. Which is what I've been using and I love it. It's great. Um, basically you install a small app on your PC and then you connect that app to your PC through the, through the Oculus quest Two, And you can just then run Steam VR and you're good to go, or any VR game really, and you're good to go. Uh, but they recently launched the beta of what they're calling AirLink, which is very similar to uh, Virtual Desktop, but it's Oculus's own thing. And so far, I have found it because it's still in beta. It's not as good as Virtual Desktop, uh, in my opinion, at least not yet. Maybe it, it probably will be at some point, mm. but. But there are two methods to do it with. And I, when I got my Quest 2, I actually bought the Link cable. Uh, it's an $80 cable. It's like 16 uh, feet long. It's like really yeah, so fl- I, I bought it like, as well. Yeah, it's a, UB, it's a USB-C. It's a, it's a USB-C cable. And it's super long. It's actually like a really, it's like the highest quality USB cable I've ever seen in my life. Uh I don't use it very often, actually. Because most of the games I've used for VR stand up like room scale games. So, yeah. like, I can't be at my PC really because I'd hit everything. Um, so, I got to use the wireless. But the yeah, pl- see, I'm, I'm more of like a seated experience person, right? Like I the thought I would room be scale too. stuff. Well, room scale stuff, it's cool as long as I'm not having to like do squats while I'm playing the game because it's just like, oh, you want to duck behind something. And and it's like, if I'm doing I, squats, I'm doing that for bits on see, Twitch. I it's not going to happen see, for free. I love in the game. doing that. There's this game I streamed the other day called Compound, which is this amazing first person shooter on Steam. And you could actually take cover behind these like. Yeah, I really barricades. want to get that. I was looking it's at that. That so looked really good. Good, dude. It's. It is tied for my top VR game with the one I'm streaming here. Like it's yeah. so good. Um, well, other place the tether screwed with me, right? Is I uh, I forget which game it was. It was one of the one of the Arma type military combat games mm-hmm. that's on that's on Steam for VR. And uh, but that was the thing, right? Was like you want to lean around a corner, you got to actually lean. And then if you if you want to crouch behind something, you got to actually crouch, right? And there's a lot of crouching and leaning that's going on. And and at that point, it's like, and I got this, you know, I got this uh, HD cable hanging off of me. And then if I if I turn around, I'm wrapped up in it, you know, like a dog going around a tree with a with a leash. And it's just like, yeah, no, nah, it's not working. But the quest that might get it done. 
but other than that, I was kind of a seated person, right? Uh, it's just like, I mean, let I've me play DCS, let me play whatever. I've done some seated stuff, and like when I first got the uh, Quest 2, I'm like, okay, I guess I'll try Elite. I guess I'll try Squadrons in uh, VR to see how they look. Oh, this is nice. I'll fly around a bit. Okay, I still don't care about the gameplay. Uh <laughs> It looks looks nice. Uh, It's definitely, it's definitely, and you know, it's definitely an experience. I mean, it's it's something worth worth trying. You know, someone's like, ah, I love playing squadrons in VR, and I'm like, yeah, but like, that can get old really fast. Like once, once the novelty of like just being in an X-wing in VR, like. It's cool, but yeah. like after a while, it's just like you're like, all right, now what do I do? It's, you know, yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you where VR is just freaking amazing. I'll tell you is what, like, tell you what. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh God, that's a that's a side meme. Um. Anyways, so yeah, where it's great, right, is flight sims and racing sims. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, because racing sims, because you got the depth, right, and it's like. I, I don't I'm not just watching the brake lights of the car in front of me, but I actually can see it get closer, so I know how far I am. So my braking is way better, and I I took maybe like a second and a half off my lap times in VR. I believe it. You know, uh, speaking of um, you know, we're talking about like VR support and stuff like that. I was noticing I, my Evercon Legacy just updated, and I was like, I wonder what they did. Oh, the, I and, was uh, about to talk to about him, that. I was about to talk about that. He, uh, yeah. He added VR controller support for mm-hmm. the experimental VR mode that he's yep. got going on. So yep. that's cool. And it works pretty well. Uh, you basically use the um, the grip controller to cycle through what's a joystick and what's a throttle. Um, so you can have a, you can be a left-handed joystick and a right-handed throttle if you want, or two joysticks if you want. Um, Interesting. Yeah, and it works really well. I flew, I've flown uh, at least a few missions with it now. And then there's also – because – uh, before this, I played a little bit. I'm like, there's no way I could play this because how am I going to use the mouse to select uh, the map or, you know, or anything? But now with the controller, you hit the B button and it turns into a cursor and you can just use the VR controller to select the map or the trade screen or whatever. So you're still in your you're still in your cockpit. You don't have to leave. And it's so fantastic. It is so fantastic. Um, so, yeah, that is definitely worth trying. Uh, that's one. That is a game because I don't have good uh, Wi-Fi reception in here. That is a game I tethered myself to the PC for. <laughs> oh, I see. The Forest is has a VR mode now. Brian, you should play The Forest in VR. I don't trust you. <laughs> it's just it's it's a forest. What could happen? Uh-huh, what uh-huh. could be wrong? I, do you know I hate forests? Ever since I was a Boy Scout and, and used to go camping, I hate forests. I hate them. Hate, and then I saw the Blair Witch Project, and I was like, "I'm never going into the woods again." <laughs> Ever. Oh, this will make Blair Witch Especi- the date, bro. Especially at night. Uh- <laughs> yeah, this is like Blair Witch with screaming cannibal zombies no. chasing you. Yeah, no, 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 not. I, yeah, it's pretty chill. Not playing that. So Spaz, it's the wave of zombie games. So Spaz, you're the you're the one among us that has the PlayStation VR. And and what is your what is your experience been with that? I mean, we've played Bridge Crew with you, but what else have you played with uh, with that on the PlayStation? Uh there's there are a few games that I've played. Uh, there's one called Rod Data, which got a PC port, and since it's since it came out, it's kind of aged poorly because 
a lot of the tech has kind of moved on past, you know, a lot of the game mechanics have also moved on past what it was doing, but um, played a lot of Tetris effect in VR. Mm, that's very, very fun. That is, I have yeah. played the PC that cause you convinced me to get it. And wow. Yeah. That one's great. Yeah. I can great soundtrack too. Oh God. I, I bought the soundtrack for that one. <laughs> I listen to it regularly. Yeah. Um, it's a great soundtrack. Yeah. It's a great soundtrack. It's interesting though. I don't know if you've had this experience. You were just, you, you kind of uh, segged into what I was going to talk about next. Uh, spaz. Cause when I first got VR, I'm like, I have all these VR games. I'm on steam. I should try a bunch of them. And it's, it's interesting what has aged well for VR and what hasn't or what like was really competently made for VR and what wasn't, <laughs> you know, like I tried some games. I don't remember their names now, but I was like, wow, this is terrible. <laughs> like who thought this is a good VR game? Well, you know, um, as funny as as funny as it is, we could always go back and try Eve Valkyrie now. Is that um, still running? Wait a minute, that's still running. Even hang on, I'm gonna look. You can still you can still you can still play it. But um, the other thing I was gonna say was, um, oh shoot, what was that other game that uh, in VR? Um, I'm seeing if it's still running. Well, there's House of the Dying Sun. Is that VR? Yeah. I didn't know that. I'll have to try that one. Yeah, that was that was one of the first space games in VR, actually. Mm. They've got that uh really expensive battle zone that's in VR. Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. There's battle zone. That was the other one I was trying to think of. So it's funny, I loaded up battle zone and it's like push tab to center your screen. I'm like, I can't see the tab button. What do you, what yes. is this? Yes. <laughs> what is okay. this? There, there, that's my <laughs> other issue, right? Is because I want to use VR and I would like it to be like a full-time deal because you can, you can set up, you know, like the whole room is a monitor, right? I can just hang screens up on the wall yeah, you can. And, and do whatever. Right. And it's great. The problem is finding your keyboard, finding your mouse, not knocking your coffee off your desk when you're hunting for it. The phone is ringing. Oh, God. How do I answer it? Right? Th- those things. So it, it's just well, like they have I, those again, cameras on there. And my, if my, I could toggle it, like just touch the – like if I touch the the temple of the Oculus, right, just have like a little touch sensor there that actually flips those cameras on, even for like the lower half of the screen. And then I can just figure out where the hell I am and then touch it and shut it off. Right? That would be fucked. Little little feature request the, there. Uh, can't the Oculus Quest two do that? I read somewhere like if you tap it twice or something, it'll show you the cameras. It'll show you what's in front of you. I think maybe uh, tap okay. it where though. That's I'm gonna look question. that. Up. I'm gonna look that up. But I I that was one of the reasons I didn't play Evercon Legacy for a while because it was the same thing. Like I can't through my through the silicon guard on my headset see anything below my nose. And the keyboard's all the way over there. So. Yeah. Well, I had considered actually like trimming that silicon thing off uh, at the bottom, right? Just like give myself a, a place to like look straight down my cheeks and I could see, you know, like tilt my head up a little bit and I could see in front of me a little bit. Mm-hmm. That would be that would be okay, right? If that was like so. a removable piece that I could put in or not. 
So here's the thing about pass through. So you like I was trying to say earlier in our little um side chat, if you move just outside of the play area, so like if you're seated, it'll put like a circle around you. And if you like roll just a little bit back behind you, or if you just move to the edge of that, it'll turn your AR stuff on. So yeah, like, it's called the Guardian. Yeah. And if you pass through that, it'll show you the well, what's it called? Pass through mode. But I thought there was a way to activate it as well. Oh, yeah. yeah apparently, if you, according to this, by pass, uh, pass through by tapping the side of your headset twice, double tap the side of your headset again to return to VR. I have oh, not tried that. I have not tried that either. I should, I've got my quest right here. And while I'm on <laughs> with you guys, wow. I'm, so d- does it give you like a right. transparent yeah, view? Live. Is yes, it like half game, to... half? Okay. No, no, no. It's full. It's full. It, transparent. It's full uh, but... cameras. So it takes the game away and replaces it with yes. the camera. It doesn't blend. But it's only okay. meant to be moment. It's only meant what? to be used but, momentarily. But, I think. But the blending thing though would frustrate the crap out of me because Agreed. your eyes might not be able to adjust with that. Agreed. Well, how does how does like mixed reality shit work? Like with the with the Microsoft headset that. Okay, I guess so the augmented reality stuff it overlays things on top of what you're looking at. So if you're looking at the right. table, it puts whatever you're looking at on top of the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's fine, right? It would just be like I could still have the the UI from whatever I'm doing, right? Like I could have the room around me visible, but if I have desktop windows pinned up in the air, I could see them. That would be great. Or I could just like fully immerse and just have wallpaper as a background that I'd be fine with that. But those are IR cameras, so they're not going to give you like a really good look around. So just orientation is good enough. I don't know. Did you try the double tap yet? I'm turning it on. Chill. It takes a minute. Um, you got to talk to it in sultry tones. <laughs> Mine's in the other room. I have so the the AR thing's actually pretty good because if you you know you have to play in a well lit room anyway because of the IR sensors to begin with. Yeah. So you need light anyway. So like if you're if you have to like use the IR cameras to see what you're looking at, I mean, it 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 looks fine to me. Did the double tap work, or haven't you tried it yet? Oh, Jesus Christ, both of you. But, I thought you were about talking now? about you could see it right now. I thought I I thought I'm sorry. I thought you were talking well, in the have, present I tense. I have I have it on. I have it on, but I have to create the guardian. So like when you turn it on, you have yeah, to like go to the Yeah, you got to Oh, there's the floor. It's like, the guardian. It's like destiny, right? Like your ghost pops out and it's like guardian, <laughs> we must go. Like it's like those yeah. those Titanfall level, Titanfall 2 levels where you see your ghost running along the wall. It's like, "Oh, that's yeah. where I have to go." You know what I would really love to do? The way that Guardian thing works where you just like point with the the little laser and you draw a line like this is where I want. So let me run around my whole house and draw lines like here's all my walls. Here's where all my furniture is. And then just turn my whole house into like a Minecraft world. I bet you money they'll eventually do that. Uh, the the uh, the guardians right now are like room specific. So if you leave one mm. room and go to another, you might have, you'd have to set another one up. All right. So I'm in the thing. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, he's it's in the not, thing. It's uh... not. Huh. I'm not. It's not. I don't think it's doing it. Do I have to well, tap on the front of the thing? It doesn't say where to tap it. Probably on the temple, I would think. <laughs> Double tap. <laughs> that's where the, uh, that's where the head, that's where the, uh, the strap, um, now, 
Spaz, I don't know if this is an issue for you, but did you find the PSVR comfortable from Jump, or did you have to butts with it or get anything? Uh, even with it? my glasses, yeah, it was comfortable, very, very comfortable to wear for extended periods of time. That's yeah, and that's nice. my other question about the Rift to the uh, Go. See, that's good. Whatever because the hell the, that thing is, because Quest Two, Quest Two was yeah. not. Uh, it's very front heavy, and the standard strap, with the standard strap, it will start sliding off your face. Um, so what I did is they have other straps you can get for it, like the Elite strap, which is kind of like this dome that screws to the back. Like they uses a screw and a dome that like tightens to your head. I got a I got a thing on Etsy that. I can loop a external battery to the back of my strap as a counterweight. And that like made it so much more comfortable. Like I could not use it without that counterweight. You know, I yeah, mine's got, mine's got the, uh, the battery pack counterweight on mine too. So I've got like the extended battery. I really oh, like it. Do you have the elite strap with the extended battery? Or did yeah, you get, Oh, okay. You have the, the expensive one. That's like a hundred. That's a hundred some bucks. Now mine was like a $40 yeah, see, Etsy thing. thing. Is, <laughs> yeah, see, the thing is, is I, I went all out on mine. I decided, like, you know, I'm. This is what I really want. I dropped the thing. This is what I really want, and uh, you know, so I, I did it. Well, I was gonna say, uh, even without that elite strap, I've gone out all on mine too. I've got a, I got a padded thing added to the strap, and little clips for uh, the cables and silicone covers for the controllers. <laughs> Just, yeah, so the so that head ring prescription that, that lenses PSVR has prescription lenses. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing I'd need to do if I was using it a lot. Worth but it. But the uh, that that uh, plastic halo, right? And then the thing hangs off the front of that is how the PSVR works. That's how the Rift S works as well. Ah, so it does not touch my face. I could I can stick a finger between it and my face, and you know. Like that, that way it doesn't like smash my glasses into my nose and all that. Oh, I see. But that's been my holdup on the, on the quest as well is like, if I, if they told me you can unbolt the, the, uh, Rift S out of that, that mount and then put the quest two in it, I'd probably be on my way down to Best Buy right now to get one. Cause well, my wife says I wouldn't, so she knows. <laughs> mm. uh, um, but you know, it's but it's the thing like that comfort level. That that's like if it was less comfortable than that, I probably wouldn't use it. Yeah, it's. So. It, I don't know if they planned that out the gate. Uh, with with the counterweight that I bought, the standard strap is just fine. Um, but I know people who like they found the standard strap to be like knives on their head. And so they had to get the elite strap or some other kind of there. There yeah. is an well, does entire. It, does it like, cause the original one, like clamped down on your cheeks. Right. And it was like your, the bridge of your nose and your cheeks is what held that thing up. And people hated that. So is, yeah. is this like same pressure spot or no? Uh, it's weird to say, like if you're not using a counterweight, uh, it is very front heavy. So if you don't have that strap real tight, it will just start falling off your face. So you have to make it really tight. Um, but with the counterweight, so with the counterweight, you don't have to make it so tight. So it's not so front heavy. So it's not falling off your face all the time. 
The sad thing is the only the only downside is the standard strap doesn't have any kind of ta- counterweight. So unless you can get uh, either the elite strap with it or another or another counterweight yeah. type thing with it, like a like a battery pack. There are a lot of battery packs for it that yeah. make it a counterweight, like what I've got. Uh, and yeah, because the the default thing it just reminds me of whenever in Weird Science they were putting brassiers on their heads, and it was just kind of yeah, it doesn't look comfortable. Yeah, I know a lot of people like Iceberg here who has the Vive Deluxe audio strap, uh, jury rigged into their Quest Two. That thing has like a its own headphones and stuff. And oh, yeah. apparently that thing is it's about a hundred dollars, but uh-huh. uh, these things have their own ecosystem. Like a huge, huge ecosystem. Like Yeah, I've been playing Vader Immortal and that's pretty awesome. Oh god. Yeah. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about accessories. I It's just, like an iPhone for your face. I just bought I'm not gonna lie, I just bought a a face mask that I put over my face so I'm not gonna sweat all over the damn thing. And I bought a cloth cover for the Oculus itself so I don't sweat all over the damn thing. Um, you can put googly eyes on the front too. You can, (laughs) there are decals. There are hundreds of decals you can get for the quest too. You can get lions and tigers and eyes and all sorts of things. Yes. It's, it's insane. Um, Joan Joan wants to know, cause you're talking about like, you got a balaclava and then you put that thing on. She's like, can you, can you wear it to rob a bank? Probably they'd never know who you were, but you'd never probably. see what you were doing. Yeah, it's not a good idea. Into... It's not a good idea because that thing will fall off pretty easily if you move around a lot. That thing will probably just fall right off. Uh, <laughs> unless you make. Well, well um, I was sure. just going to say the reason why it's probably not working for me is uh, I, I don't have the latest update. So I'm, oh. I've been out of touch for a while. So I'm, I'm letting this thing update. But I, I've never been able to get it to work either, and I, I do have it, so I don't know. Um, but it's like when you get a good VR game, it's really amazing. Like the guy who made the, um, if you can remember, it's uh, Battle for Soul or Soul Exodus or whatever. Uh, yeah. he, he made a game called Ultra Wings, which is this little like, it's it's a flight sim, but it's a very, it's a casual not super casual, but it's a casual flight sim where you fly like paragliders and, and small planes. And it's amazing. Like that came out yep. years ago and it's amazing. Like you use the grip, use the, use the controller and you just, you don't even have to hold onto the grip button. You can just toggle it and it's holding the stick and suddenly you're using the thing as a stick. You're flying around. Yeah, so if you like ultra wings, take a look at VTOL VR. Oh, I have it. It's I'm terrible yeah. at it. But I am. T- it's but I can't wait till they finish it because it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, that game is that. That's one of the first games I bought when I, when I got yeah. uh, when I got VR. To me, to me, the coolest thing in that game is when you want to get on voice comms, you actually have to reach up and grab the walkie-talkie. Really? The, or Dude. It's the CD. <laughs> I, yeah. And oh. and when you talk on the uh, when you talk on the CB, your avatar shows up on the other person's screen as the, so as you start talking, your avatar starts talking too. What? So like, yeah, it pretty, it, li- it lip syncs and does head tracks, so okay, you can wow. nod or shake your head or whatever, and they wow. see what you're doing. 
Yeah, like I can lift up my hand to the to the screen and it'll actually like uh, lift up like my hand like on in front of their camera. Yeah, it tracks you even on someone else's like view monitor. Like if you're waving at the view monitor, it'll like wave like they'll see you waving at them through the little view monitor. It's pretty cool. <laughs> they need to put that in truck simulator, right? Where you could just reach up and grab the CB. Truck simulator does have breaker, a VR, breaker one nine. I think trucks. It does, does it. but I don't not, think they they probably don't VR the CB radio. No, but it would be so. nice. Uh, Iceberg says absolute territory is fun in VR, and it is. I've tried at least some of the tutorial levels, and it's quite good in VR. Honestly, I think or that's not. one. I think that's one of those ones where you have to use the gamepad, though. I think I don't think it uses. Um... No, dude, just go steering wheel. You got it. It's good. You can. <laughs> no, but seriously, racing games, dude. That's like if you if you have any racing games, try uh, it. The only one I've done so far is uh, Project Cars Three, uh, uh-huh. which I love. I love that yeah. game, and that is pretty fun in VR. I'm still getting used to it, but <laughs> it's pretty fun in VR. And the stream is gone, you guys. Apparently, we're offline now. Maybe we're back online. I don't know. Um, yeah, a set of courses might go to for the VR thing. But yeah, works there. Works good in eye racing. It's it's good just general. And I think that's going to be my solution because like I've I've got this wheel stand and and my like thrustmaster wheel and everything, right? I I which reminds me, Hunter, you got to send me your address so I can send you that mount for that other wheel. Um Okay. But it's uh it's like it's big and it's heavy as shit. Right, it's like a hundred pounds of of wheel and stand and everything, and it's and it's just to drag that thing out from the corner and then put it in front of my desk and rearrange every, and then it's like okay, I'll race for a couple hours, and then it's like now I want to do something else. Oh, now I gotta pack it all back away. I just want a, a way to just have it out full time. So I'm thinking, well, if I just dedicate it to VR, and then I I never have to put it in front of my monitors, I can sit anywhere and be yeah. good. So. Yeah, well, if you get a Quest 2, you'll be able to do that wirelessly, and uh, that'll help a lot. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be in the same room at that point. It really doesn't. A, a lot of my VR gaming, even when I'm playing a PC game, is not in this room. It's in my other room, which is closer to the router, so I get a better Wi-Fi signal. And uh, I also have more space. Like, when I streamed uh, Compound the other day, I was not in this room. Uh the only downside of that is, yeah, then you're reliant on the the microphone and the headset, which is all right. It's not as good as this one. <laughs> now, my wife was having a freak out because she thought I I just said I was shipping my wheel stand, and she's she's looking at like fifteen hundred dollars of wheel and stand and pedals and shit, and she's like, "You're not shipping that up there to him." <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. It's the clip for the. Like, you know, it's like $20 worth of whatever. Calm down. Yeah. Um, God damn, that was funny, though. But there aren't a, uh, there aren't a ton of space games. R- rotating back to that real quick for VR, are there? There's a few. There's like Absolute Territory and Evercron and Elite and Star House Wars. House of the Dying Sun. House of the Dying Sun. You There's, really need to try that in VR. I it's will. way better in VR than it is not. There's that tactics game. Well, and there's... Space and there's also VR, you can also get a bunch of um oh what is it what what is that program that you can get where you can pretty much VRFI almost anything Jim Vorpex yeah 
So another thing that I discovered that was pretty interesting is even without Vorpex, right? Um, you can go in uh, the Steam VR thing where they have that, it's like a room with a TV, right? Big screen TV, or or you can do it as like a wall screen, like you're in a theater, right? And then you take whatever game that you're playing and you stream it to that that screen that's in your environment, like uh, the Hairbrain Schemes Battletech I did it with, right? So I'm sitting in VR, I'm playing like movie theater size Battletech in front of me. And what was interesting with it is it, it actually turned the 3D game stereoscopic so that I could look around things and stuff. You know, like if I if I leaned a little bit, I could see past a mech and it was just like, oh, I wasn't expecting that because I thought it was just going to be like a flat screen deal. But it, I mean, it's not like VR, like head tracking is in the game or anything. You're, you're still playing it on the wall, but it, it's actually you get stereoscopic depth in the game, which is a hell of a changer for like a first person shooter or something, because you can actually tell how far things are away. It's like you play Arma and it's like, I don't know how far that is. And then you play it in VR and you're like, oh, that's 200 meters easy. You know, so, so what's it called? that's a thing. Uh, Vorpex is the thing that changes any game. That's a whole different animal. I'm, I'm talking about like just native to your VR headset. You can put it in. Oh. You put it in like the the Steam VR environment which is basically just like a, a Steam VR room, right? It's your home space that you're in. You can do that with any game. Just like stream it. It, it treats it as a, as a display. So you just say, okay, play it on my virtual monitor inside my virtual room. Is that with and Vorpex or just? No, that's, that's just, you could do that right now. Oh. You don't need anything else. Um, but then with Vorpex, what Vorpex does is interesting because the games in VR, it's it's not just getting it into the headset, right? But you also have to warp the image so that the way that the lenses work, right, it, is it's uh, it kind of makes it like a fisheye lens looking thing on your on your computer screen, but in the VR lens, it looks right. So right. it has to distort the image that way, and. Also, it'll put the game in side-by-side mode, right? And it'll split left eye and right eye. And then it treats the Oculus as a single screen. And you'll see it on your computer monitor. It'll cut your computer monitor in half, and it'll be left eye, right eye. And you'll see, like, a fisheye lens on both sides, right? But when you put the headset on and that's mirrored into the headset, it looks perfect. So hmm. that at that point, it's like you can set it like, I want, I want uh, mouse tracking, you know, to be head track. So then you look around to aim, although that gets a little, that gets pretty weary on your neck after a while. I, mm. I suggest like keep using your mouse. Um, but it's like, yeah, I played alien isolation that way. And man, if you thought it was like shit your pants before, uh, you ain't even ready for this. Cause it's, mm. <laughs> it's pretty great. It um, Skyrim and Jedi Knight. Yeah. And, and Oh, other thing that, Vorpex does too is not just the screen distortion and the split into left and right. Um, and also, if if you're one of those people back whenever Sony was selling 3D TVs for the living room, that you know is the liquid crystal glasses that you had to wear and stuff. Vorpex will actually split it for that too. It'll do the interlace VR or the interlaced 3D stuff for a 3D TV. Or I didn't even realize there was 3D uh, projectors. 
for like living room projection theater, but they have that too. And, and it will support that. Although I've never met anybody that had one. Um, but the other thing that it does is it will move the UI in games. So like if you're playing Skyrim and it'll have stuff like down in the corners, right? Like, you know, your, your inventory stuff is down there and then your health bars, maybe like in the corner on the other side of the screen or whatever. And it'll, it'll take the interface layer and actually squeeze it into the center of the screen so that you're not having to like look around to see, you know, like how many hit points do I have? Well, I have to look down out of the corner of my eye and squint. Oh, Jim, 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 Jim. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm looking in the experimental features and the options in the Oculus right now. There's two things I want to read right here. This is, this is crazy. There's an option called bring your couch into VR, place a virtual couch on your real couch so you can see and sit on it while you are in a virtual home environment. This feature allows you to use your couch as a separate seated play area in or outside of your guardian boundary in VR. The second one, <laughs> wow. bring your desk into VR, place a virtual desk in your real desk so you can see and use it while you are home environment this feature allows you to use your desk as a separate work area in or outside of your guardian boundary in vr oh thank you virtual jesus well there you go okay wow yeah so and that probably works with the with the rift s as well right i would think maybe Uh, you'll have to look it's an experimental feature thing okay i'm gonna get that thing out of the closet tonight and screw with it then so that's deserving so vorpex is 40 bucks oh it's 40 bucks yeah I think I, I don't know if you can get a trial of it. I think there is a trial. I'm that looking you can screw and I'm with. not seeing one. Wow. Um, could be wrong, but I think there I think there was one. It would run like 15 minutes or something or whatever. But but anyways, um, yeah, it's basically like, do you want to screw around with old games? Do you want to play like GTA Five and VR? Do you want? It ain't perfect because the games weren't built for VR, but it's a, it's better than you can do just hacking at it yourself right because otherwise i've got a virtual desk oh that's i'm mary poppins (laughs) y'all no you need a virtual (laughs) umbrella and a chimney for that oh that was a guardian i'm gonna have to i'm I'm gonna have to try that now that sounds fantastic Can can you draw where your damn keyboard is on the desk at least uh i don't know but at least it'll show you where your desk is yes that's a start that's a that's a huge start Oh, apparently Iceberg says the uh, desk only works with one keyboard right now, and that's a Logitech keyboard. Yeah, um, but it's, yeah, it's probably got like the sensor thing. Well, I saw start. where it's a I saw where for the for the uh, the Steam one, right? The Vive, uh, like everything with Steam Vive, it's kludgy, right? So they had this attachment that you could put on your keyboard that's that's like the size of a freaking coffee cup. And it's just like you bolt this to the corner of your keyboard and then the lighthouses will detect where it is and put it in VR. And it's just like, wow, I don't know about all that. Eh. But, you know, if I could put like a reflector thing on the corner of the keyboard and then the IR cameras could pick it up in the Oculus, that would be sufficient, right? Like, give me give me two little shiny stickers. We're good. And and that would, but it's like, I don't need to know where individual keys are. I just need a general area, but knowing where the damn desk is, is a start yeah. because I could be in my chair, like completely turned around and not know. And then I turn around and I'm like, 
sweeping shit off my desk because I don't know that it's there, right? <laughs> so that, you know, it's like suddenly I've become my cat. The uh, other thing that I really like about this too is the uh, the different like home environments that you can set up. Like I'm 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 in a future cyber city right now. This is pretty fracking cool. I love the space station, of course. <laughs> Uh, iceberg. Okay. So we have a couple questions first, uh, Papageno, Jose, uh, the quest can run on its own. It is a standalone. That's one of the reasons I got it. It's a standalone headset. It has its own games. It's tied to your Facebook account. So you need a Facebook account to, uh, to, to use it. Um, but it has its own store, its own games. You don't even need a PC if you don't want to run the damn thing. Um, but if you want to use a PC uh, and get like a link cable or something, you can. But then you need a pre, probably what a 1080, I would think, a 980 at minimum. Um, I think you can actually. Well, actually, I think uh, 970s are rated to even run them. So if you have okay. some of the older older drivers, now hold on. Here's let me rephrase that. Uh, if you want to hook up to your graphics card, you're going to need a graphics card or a. Uh, I think you actually need a USB-C uh, port on your graphics card. So I think... No, it doesn't have to be uh, on your graphics card. It can be on your motherboard as well. Uh, uh, but okay. if, you don't have a right, USB, well, if you don't have a USB-C port, you can get a USB 3.0... USB 3 connector to USB-C for this thing. And that apparently works decently as well. Um, but yeah, you don't... You don't need a top. I don't have a top of the line PC. Uh, mine's almost three years old and uh, runs great. I have a 2080 Ti, um, but it's not reliant on if you're connecting to PC games, then yes. But again, it has its own. It has its own games. So like I've got a lot of games for, for the quest that aren't PC games. Like the, what's the Vader one that you just mentioned, Hunter? Oh, um, um. Yeah, it's a uh, Vader Immortal or whatever it is. Yeah, I just started playing that one because they had a big Star Wars sale the other day, and and so yeah, I, it, it's I pretty good. I, I really, yeah, I, I really like it. Yeah, um, and Iceberg says another fun game is Until You Fall. Uh, that's fun if you don't have a fear of heights, but if you have a fear of heights, it's not that great. I, I'll tell you what, this game has this. Having VR has scared the crap of me out of me multiple times just because of my fear of heights and my fear of spiders. <laughs> or face. There's also regions. these weird like you can also do like experiences. So you can go to like a nightclub in Tokyo. Yeah. And it's kind of strange. There's a thing called lie. There's a thing called big screen, which is in beta right now, where you can like share a vault virtual theater with other people and watch live events and share movies and stuff. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's getting, uh, oh no. Until you fall is the melee game. Yes. I have played that one. That's a very good one. Um, it's very hard. No, what's the one. There's another one. That's a climbing game. Um, to the top. I think it's called, um, that's a climbing puzzle game thing that, um, that, uh, I'm pretty sure it's called to the top that yeah, I couldn't play after about 10 minutes because I fell and I was like, okay, I'm going to have a heart attack. Uh, like I had to stop playing the Vader game at one point. Cause you're like crawling along a wall and you're crawling up a pipe. And next thing you know, that pipe kind of falls. Uh, 
And it's like, oh, oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I have to take the headset off now. <laughs> now, Jim, you were saying about your glasses. The uh, Quest 2 does have a glasses spacer. Uh, and if your glasses are narrow enough. Um, oh, that's cool. If your glasses are narrow enough, you could use that to uh, and wear your glasses, which I did for a while. It was an older prescription, but I did for a while. But then I just splurged and bought um, prescription lenses for the damn thing, which is way better. <laughs> so much better. Uh, and and there are a lot of companies that make, again, big ecosystem for VR. There are a lot of... Um, there are a lot of uh, people who are making prescription lenses for VR already. Um, wait, Spaz, you have vision issues. Did you have any yeah. issues with VR? Or is it because um, it's close enough to your face that it wasn't really an issue? Yeah, it's close enough to my face that even though, you know, legally blind astigmatism, yeah, it, it still worked. Okay, well, that's good. I, I mean, I don't remember you having any problems with bridge crew. Um, exactly. It? Yeah. It's when I've played it in VR, the, the thing is so close that I don't have to worry about that. Oh, that's good. That's good. I wasn't sure. Cause you know, with me, I had to wear my glasses for a while and that was a pain in the ass. Cause it's just one more thing pressing against your face. Now, now to be clear, I do use my glasses with the PSVR. Right. But it's big enough that it allows you to. Yes. And does it have a glasses spacer or is it just big enough uh, natively that you don't even have to use a glasses spacer? Uh, it's it's wide enough natively that I don't have to worry about it. That's pretty cool, actually. That That, that, that is pretty cool. Uh, and I don't know if all of you saw, but they just announced the next wave of PlayStation VR, which sounds insane. It's going to have eye tracking, for God's sakes. The damn thing. Which which I'm still not a hundred percent sure I understand. Like I read what it what it's intended to do. Um, but I have yet to experience issues with resolution like issues. Um because I feel like if I'm gonna look at something, then I'm gonna turn my head and look at it. Like I'm not gonna try and like move my eyes around inside the VR. Yeah, it's weird. Like um, I, I know people who have um, that Toby. I think it's called that eye tracking thing. I think it's called. Yeah, I have one. Yeah, oh yeah. And what do you think of the eye tracking, Jim? Uh, okay, so so it's disturbing to me whenever it's in a game and it's aiming at stuff. Like, okay, if I if I played Division Two, that's a, a great example. If I'm looking at a guy that's not in the center of my screen. Right. He could be like in the corner of my screen and then I right click to aim. It will snap that to the center of the screen, you know, so the sights don't go up there, but it will actually turn my character to center on whatever I was looking at whenever I hit aim down sights. Um, that's interesting. That could be a certain advantage in, in competitive first person games, I think, um, depending, you know, but uh I don't so much dig it whenever they do that all the time. So it's like if I'm playing a game and if I look to the left or the right, then it actually like rotates my view over there or something. It's like, okay, at that point I'm forced if I want to continue looking forward to not move my eyes around. 
right? So that ends up actually being the the not moving your eyes actually is uh, is straining, um, you know, because it's just like you're you're focused on like not moving them, and it it feels a lot like not blinking <laughs> for a while, right? Um, don't dig that. But in uh, in Elite Dangerous, however, I can play Elite Dangerous without head tracking by just using my eyes because hmm. it, it, it will like, if I look toward the top of the screen and the, and this is the thing that I think they would probably do best in VR uh, is to emulate this kind of thing where if you look at something instead of like just shifting everything there, it actually pulls whatever you're looking at toward the center of the screen. Right. So it's like magnetic in a way. So whenever you look up, your head doesn't immediately track that way. But if you keep looking up, your head will keep looking up. And then the thing that you're looking at will come toward the center of the screen. Right. So then your eyes are already following it. So then your eyes will come to the center of the screen, too. And then basically your your uh, view angle of your head in the game has followed your eyes. But it's not like you it's not like using your eyes as a joystick to move your head around. It's like if you look at what you're looking at, as that thing comes toward the center, you keep looking at it. So it's like centering your virtual joystick anyway. Mm. So that works the best. So what I could see happening in VR games would be, you know, like if I look peripheral vision at something, then it would try to like drag that toward the center of the view. So then it becomes my forward view and, and I'm cool with that. Right. But if they, if they put UI stuff around the screen and you're looking at the UI stuff, not the world beyond, but the eye tracker can't tell, then it's going to like move your head around when you're just trying to like look down at your, at your health meter or something. And that's going to be obnoxious. So mm. they'll have to put like, stuff like that in the center of the screen, which they generally tend to do anyway. Um, but like if, if you're screwing around with Vorpex, then video games are video games, right? Like stuff all the info in the corner of the screen. Well, Vorpex tries to pull it more toward the middle, but it's still a thing where you got to like use eye motion to look around inside the headset. And if they start eye tracking, then that's going to become like it's tracking my head plus treating my eyes as head tracking too. And that's going to get like really awkward real oh, fast. Yeah. That's so that sounds like a vomit comet waiting to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it just, it depends like how do they implement it? And I would, I would be interested to see, you know, if they say this, this is the way we're going or we're going to let the user choose or, or whatever. I'm generally immune to the motion sickness thing. I was just you about know, to ask everybody how y'all how did everyone do with motion sickness? Jim, you keep going. And we'll talk no, that's you. fine. That that's basically it. Like you could do anything to me in VR. That's you can good. spin me upside down, you know, like drop me off a cliff, whatever. I I don't feel it in my gut. The only game that has ever made me like feel butterflies in my stomach to where I was just like, ooh, yeah, I I need to to not do this for a while. Um, was actually Borderlands One on a monitor huh. for for whatever reason that game like and Borderlands Two doesn't do it, but Borderlands One it was something about the field of view and how their stuff moved on the screen. It just made me woozy, and I've, and so I understand what people are talking about whenever they say they feel it, but that's the only place I do. Hunter, what about you? Did yeah. you have any uh, motion sickness issues at least at first? I. 
I think with me, it was, uh, um, when I, the only, I think the only time I ever really had motion sickness stuff was early on because I got a, um, I got my hands on a, a beta kit. Um, so a buddy of mine way back in the day actually kicks kickstarted the Oculus stuff. And so he got a beta kit and I was able to try that out. And that was definitely a screen door effect. But like the more you played that, the more nauseous I was feeling. Mm. Um, but then the only other time where I ever slightly felt it. And one of the things that you learn early on is don't fight through the nausea, like stop playing. Um, it's only going to make it worse if you try and like push through it. Um, but like when I got my gen one Oculus after, of course, after the beta, so the gen one Oculus, um, there was a, there was, um, Oh, what was, I think it was this, uh, demo game called, uh, air car. Yes. And I love that. Uh, it's an amazing experience, but when I first got it i felt i i I did get a little oh yeah i could see that yeah but but then i think it was once i like adjusted some things with my oculus and uh some other stuff i was able to like actually get back into it and actually and i also upped the um because there is there are you can actually improve the graphics on it it does have some graphics settings so once I did that, uh, it was fine. And since then, all of my VR experiences, I have not had any any motion sickness. So, and Spaz, what about you? Well, granted, I've had fewer options as far as uh, VR experiences than you guys had. So, for the stuff that I've played, though, no, no issues That's to speak good. of. Not with PSVR. That's good. I um, there's this thing called VR IQ, which is like a, a a, a VR test that it takes you through to see if you do get motion sickness. So I tried it. And the only time I ever had motion sickness was when uh, it was spinning really fast in the VR. And I like tried to look to the side a little bit while it was spinning. I was like, my face started getting hot. I was like, yeah, okay, let's not do that. Let's just look straight ahead. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> so I feel like I've been fairly lucky. And I have to say, um, my my girlfriend has more motion sick, is more susceptible. My wife, excuse me, I called her girlfriend. What the fuck? Uh, my wife. <laughs> oh, she's still kind of your girlfriend. Yeah, you know? I guess. Uh, you still take her out on dates. She yeah. is more susceptible to motion sickness than I am, and uh, she's she's played less in VR than I have, but she has not had a problem either. So I think the resolution of the uh, Quest Two really helps in that regard because. Apparently, from what I understand, the high resolution and the lack of whatever that was, it called screen door effect, um, mm-hmm. really helps uh, with motion sickness, from what I understand. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so I'm, I'm glad none of us, but if you're considering VR, folks, that's the thing to think about. Uh, if you have uh, motion sickness, there are things you can do to make it better, like up the refresh rate and whatnot. Um, but yeah, it can still be tricky. Um, like when I first started using it, like a lot of games have a method where to move around, you do it does a teleportation instead of like a instead of like the kind of first person shooter movement you're seeing in the uh, in the video here. And that was good to start with, but I eventually adapted to the to the 
the the smoother first person shooter movement, um, which works really well in games like this and compound and until you fall and whatnot. Um, and there are so many good VR games out there and there are some not so good ones. Uh, but I don't know, but I just wanted to mention one thing. I, when I got the thing, when I got the damn thing, I thought I'd be gaming, but I use it more for working out than anything else. Like I work out on this thing every day using this thing called supernatural. Right. So and, here's, so here's what we're going to have to do then, Brian, is uh-huh. you're going to have to get Beat Saber. I've got Beat on, Saber. On Steam. I've got Beat Saber. you get Saber. it on Steam or in the Oculus? No, I got it in the Oculus because my wife wanted to play it too. And so I didn't want her to have to deal with fucking virtual desktop and stuff. So I got it on the Oculus. Um, All right. Well, I have it on the Oculus as well, but uh, we should totally multiplayer that. Oh, you can multiplayer it, it, that? Cause it, yeah, because uh, um, you could also get a, a slightly different workout with that too. So, yeah, so I, do you have a treadmill or an exercise bike? Uh, we have a gym with a treadmill in it, but we don't uh, because of COVID. It's limited. It's limited use right oh. now. But you uh, could take the Oculus there, right? So we could. So my thought yeah. is, what what you need is a game where you get on an exercise bike or a treadmill, and it can tell like how fast you're running, and then you're actually being chased by zombies or giants <laughs> or a bear, and that's your motivator. Is like you look over your shoulder and oh no, I wouldn't be surprised if that's gonna happen. It probably already later. does, or maybe it already does. I don't know. What's there'll be like zombie workout or like something. Let me po- let me Google that. Let's see poli- if that even a exists. A thing or something uh, for that. But the thing I use is called Supernatural. It's similar to Beat Saber, but uh, it's got like licensed music and actual trainers and whatnot. And um, I've never looked forward to working out more in my life. <laughs> that I do right now with Supernatural. It's actually amazing. So VR can be very beneficial. And I, I don't know about you guys, but I've noticed VR gaming is much more active. Um, like I tire out a little more quickly playing a VR game than a regular like pancake game because it's much more, it's more motion. And I think it's a mental thing as well. Like it's a little more intense so I don't know about you guys, but I have found I, I can't do as long VR sessions as I can with regular pancake sessions because it's a little more tiring. Especially with games like this In-Death Unchained where you're like holding up your arm all the time and like loading up arrows and stuff. And By the way, Hunter, if you don't have this game, it's amazing. Um, so yeah, folks, you're going to see more VR on the channel. Um, there's a game I was sent to review called, I think it's called battle group VR, which looks really neat. Um, now that I figured out how to fucking capture this stuff, which was not easy. I will tell you what, it was not easy learning how to capture VR. Uh, well, (laughs) you want to capture it crappily, you can do it. Um, but yeah, it took me a while to figure out how to. It took a while to figure out how to actually capture it. So you'll probably see a preview of Battle Group VR soon. And I think we're going to put Bridge Crew back on the calendar. And we'll probably put Pulsar back on the calendar as well. Because that's also. Well, oh, Spaz, you can't play that in VR, can you? Because you have a. Correct. 
I think we can still play Hold it together. Hold on a second. What? I'm looking through my Oculus library on my PC and Homeworld Remastered Collection just showed up. How does that work? I don't know. Do you pick up the ships and move them? <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> I think that's how that Flotilla 2 game works, which I haven't tried yet. Um, but, uh, so yeah. But folks. we could still put Pulsar back on because it doesn't require everyone to be playing in VR when you're playing like, it. Like it's, 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 it's mixed, right? Like you could be playing Pancake and we could be playing VR. Am I remembering Correct. that correctly? Yeah. All right. It's like bridge crew in that respect. Oh, that's really nice. Okay, we'll definitely put um, Pulsar back on the calendar then as well. Uh, so, folks, if you haven't um, gathered by now, uh, we're we're all pretty happy. Well, most of us, I think. Jim, you need a you need a quest too. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> VR has come a long way. Like I was against it for a while. I'm gonna be honest. I was like, this is stupid. And then you have a thing like the Quest 2, which is a, a fantastic mixture of price and power and portability. And it just kind of clicks. It's, it's not very, well, I guess it's expensive. To, I guess it can be expensive, but like $300 for the base model for a, a very competent VR headset that you could use either by itself or tethered to a PC is really amazing. I mean, they're probably taking a loss because of all their Facebook money. Um, but it's a really impressive piece of piece of kit. And if 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 someone like me can come around to VR, I think it's about time to worth check worth check to to check out if you've also been on the fence. Um because uh it's when when VR is done well, it's surprisingly engaging. Um and but not all games do VR well, um, but when it's done well, it's amazing. It really is. There's nothing else like it. Um. So yeah, we. Uh, I again, Hunter, thank you for finally convincing me to get one of these things. Uh, I really. It has uh, made me healthier. <laughs> uh, with all the exercise. Yeah, I'm gonna need to look. I'm gonna need to look into the exercise stuff that you, you think you like. If it's working for you, then maybe. Oh I god! Try it. I mean, it's a monthly fee, but the thing is, uh, they've got a lot of licensed music for everything from musicals to jazz to rock to K-pop, uh, and they have a lot of different trainers which who work with you through the workouts and different like intensities and stuff. It's and they and all the workouts take place in, in these beautiful places like Peru or Easter Island or whatever. So you have this gorgeous scenery as well. Um, yeah, I can't say enough good things about it. And if you have a if you have an Apple Watch or a, a Wear 2.0 watch, you can track your heart rate uh, as well. Um, so it's really amazing. <laughs> um, so that's gonna do it for this show, folks. Uh, next week. We talk about I did we did pick a topic for next week. I just can't remember what it is. Uh next week, next week, next week. What are we doing next week? Uh next week, uh we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about real time strategy games. We really haven't talked about that genre and its ups and downs. Cause uh, uh there's a game that just came out recently called Five Nations, which is very similar to like StarCraft and Star Trek Armada. And it's really good. And it got me thinking, 
why aren't there more games like this? Um, and that's probably because we got oversaturated with them for a while. So I think that'll be a fun thing to talk about. And tomorrow on the stream, uh, I'm going to be playing this game called Emergency Call 112, which I believe is a European firefighting simulation. So that sounds fun. Um, so great chat tonight, everyone. Thank you so much for hanging out with us uh, tonight. Uh, again, if you're considering VR, the Quest 2, can't say enough good things about it. It's affordable. It's portable. It's versatile. It's versatile as hell because you can use your PC library or its own library. Lots uh, of accessories. Lots of yeah. If you get it, just be just be aware that getting the headset might not be enough. I yeah, because you're gonna start buying other things for it if you like it. <laughs> uh, but it's worth it. It's so great. Uh, so thank you very much, everyone. Have a great day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow at 6 a.m. for some European... Fi Europe, Euro I can't say European. European fighter fighting action. Bye-bye, y'all. <laughs>